This is a Boathouse Studios podcast. To support this podcast and other podcasts like it, visit patreon.com slash Boathouse Studios or subscribe to Boathouse Studios on Apple, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you get your ear content. That's Boathouse Studios, B-O-A-T-H-A-U-S Studios, house spelt the German way. Quitting time! Okay, scrub up and head for the communal tarp. We're having kelp burgers, and we're going to watch a tape of Johnny Arvik. He's the uh, Eskimo comedian. Welcome to Two Bad Neighbors. Two bad neighbors. My name is Greg. My name's Alan. And together we are bad neighbors. Two I'll of them. Make a Megazord. And oh. I, I call Dragonzord. Ah, oh, damn it. Yeah, I knew right. it. Yeah. Do you want the White Panther? That one's pretty cool. Is it a panther? That doesn't <laughs> seem like. <laughs> It seems like the opposite Listen, color. Listen, you know how many Power out. Rangers there have been? Uh-huh. That there's, I, I wasn't sure if you knew, so I just assumed no, you that was me, real. No, you and I do know. How okay. Many, how many are there? How many? Like, Rangers or guest Rangers, like, in total, or what are we talking here? Yes. Okay. Um, well, there have been uh, 317 wow. Rangers. Yeah. It's too many Rangers. Yeah, it is. At least they're powerful. Yeah. They have swords. And Quasar swords. swords and zords. Swords and zords. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that is or the quasi? Quasar. Quasar? <laughs> yeah, completely different word. <laughs> I, I had no idea. Uh, I had no idea there were so many quas in the world. Sure is. So how old were you when you realized that the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers are actually uh, like Super Sensei uh, Japanese TV show from ages ago. Oh, that it was all a... That they just took that footage yeah. from and dubbed over in English. When I realized that it was all a lie, mm-hmm. um, I think I was... Oh, God. I probably was 16. Really? Yeah. I think I was maybe 25. <laughs> like, I was old. Because I like, I watched it as a kid and then like didn't pay attention to it for years. And then I one day, you know, when, old. when the fucking like, internet was a thing... Yeah. I started researching stuff sometimes, right. and like I was like, "Oh, I remember Power Rangers. That was fun." And I'm like, "Wait a minute." Well, I am, and it explained so much. Yeah, I am I a have, decade younger than you are. I so. have to say, All right. <laughs> I have to say, I didn't know before this conversation. So thank you very much, there guys. There we you go. You ruined my whole childhood. Shattered. <laughs> In one, the illusion swoop has been shattered. That's why they always jump into the air and are in a power station. You know what? I haven't watched it because I didn't want to ruin it. Okay. So, <laughs> Brian Cranston was in that show. Did you know that? Yeah, Who's Brian Cranston? Oh, oh, my God. <laughs> Who invited this girl? <laughs> no, it's good because then we can, like, there's questions. That's true. Right? She'll ask questions. It won't questions. just be us, you know, jerking each other off all, yeah, the whole time. Yeah, that whole time. I had no idea this was that kind of a. Well, why very, do you think this table is like this? <laughs> very popular podcast. <laughs> I mean, I've been listening to it, but I had no idea that that was what was the happening under the table. Is That's text. why it's not a video podcast yep. anymore. <laughs> Tried it, was taken down from YouTube. Mature rating. Ooh, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> uh, Brian Cranston, most well-known from Breaking Bad, the lead character in Breaking Bad. Blaze are, you, are you at H. least familiar White. with Breaking Bad? You don't need to have seen it. I know the you name. You know it exists. Okay. <laughs> you know Breaking Bad exists mm-hmm. that's a start 
That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> not so, Greg, I'm losing I'm not my mind. so up on the, <laughs> the modern culture things. I mean, this was the like the Breaking Bad. I can probably say was like the last moment that I was a part of, where it was like, oh, everybody's got to see this. Oh no, Thrones. Game Thrones. Thrones mm, I think sure. Is the yeah. one right now. That yeah. was the that was the zeitgeist. Yeah, which that was, I also that was the refused zeitgeist to watch. One. Not doing it. It's fine. Well, you you live your life, you know? You don't have to do anything just because culture wants you to. It seems boring. It's great in a lot of respects, but it definitely whiffs it at the end. I think that they've made a really, really boring storyline. This is from not watching it. Really (laughs) boring storyline. And they added a lot of blood and sex so that they could didn't have to write a better storyline. So completely without context, can you explain the plot of Game of Thrones to me, to your knowledge? Oh no! This is, be <laughs> this is a great question. I love this. Yeah, uh, like just from bits and pieces you've collected from you know culture. It I believe is like my partner plays a game that is I think kind of like it, but it's really boring. It's like <laughs> it's clans at war that are taking land and resources. And then fighting and then losing that land and resources and going to find somewhere else. And then in amidst all of that, having sex with everybody, including family members, and um, and then uh, and then slaughtering as many people as they're ashamed of having known. And then just moving on to new land and resources. <laughs> that is my kind of impression of what the Can show you is. name three characters? Um, in fact, actually... There's a whole bunch of craft beers that are named Ooh, after a bunch of Game of Thrones characters. Remember, yeah. So I, uh, Daenerys, correct, is one of them. Jon Snow, uh huh, one of them. Sweet. One more, <laughs> one more for the grand prize. Sean Bean, close. <laughs> Sean, close Bean. enough. That's all I got. I They're really Snow uninventive with that character. They're just like, just call him Sean Bean. <laughs> Everyone's gonna know it. He serves the exact same yeah. function as all Sean Bean characters <laughs> do. So, <laughs> just name him Sean Bean. Uh, that was actually pretty. Like that's arguably pretty much the show. I mean, See, this is you missed the mystical it. part, but yeah. that doesn't come in until like the end of season one, essentially, where is dragons the, are born. But, exactly. Yeah. I was like, I feel like I should reference this, but this, I also think that that's not really very important. It's not at first. It becomes important by the final season. But. You know what I would have done to mm. um, make this make that show a lot better? What? More magic. Mm. Just all of it. Just. Wizards. Sure. I would put wizards, wizards. in the show, yeah. uh, but like good ones, not lame ones. Um, and Are there lame wizards? Hey. Are there lame wizards? Yes. Uh, Neville see, Longbottom. I think, no, see, I think a big amazing. problem with the show so is that it, 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 it teeters on both, on trying to be very non-magical and like, you know, there's gods and stuff where they're like, oh, maybe like our god will help us, whatever. But they also have clearly magical elements. And so I think they should have gone one of two ways. They should have leaned into it and just agreed, yeah, we all know magic exists. Maybe magic will happen. <laughs> like, that's fine. Or none of that and just, like, they pray to gods and that kind of thing. And sometimes weird shit happens and they're not sure what, why. But the, as soon as you bring dragons in, it's like, and not even just dragons, but the way the dragons are revealed, it's just like, yeah, it's magic. Yeah, magic, magic is, exists. Magic exists and it's great. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah. Anyway, uh, welcome Bryn to Lindsay is, two uh, bad Targaryens. <laughs> Fire and blood, everyone. This is a reference to Game of Thrones. It sure is. is, but Bryn Lindsay is our guest. Yes, 
Hello. Hello. Three times. Three times. Yeah, I'm going to have to ask you to uh, give back your two-timer jacket uh, and put on this uh, triple dipper hat of shame. (laughs) Is it one of those ones? Like the gesture hats? (laughs) Yes. And it's got like bells. bells. Yep. But the bells are actually like, I don't know, dildos or something. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and there's three of them because you're a triple di- you're a triple dipper now. That's the term I've just coined. It's two timers, triple dippers, uh, and and on our podcast, you get a good thing for every even appearance yeah, and a every, really every bad odd one thing for is every bad. Odd. Yeah, like a sombrero with dildos. Uh-huh. <laughs> Oh shit, that's funny. Uh, that's very funny. <laughs> Somebody has to make that happen. A dildora. Any uh, crafters in the uh oh, Do Bad Neighbors fan base? I mean, crafters? Yeah. There is. Um <laughs> artisanal crafters. Uh they're the kind of people who you would run into on an RPG. Mm. Like uh Elder Scrolls. Which stands for? Hmm? What does RPG stand game. for? Oh, I didn't I thought it was something else. Oh. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a racy porno game. Because <laughs> this episode, we're talking about racy things. Yeah, yeah. that's and right. Sexy things. Hence it's... our various references to not only wanking off, but dildos. <laughs> yeah. and we're, talking, we're talking about the. Talking burlesque. The, we're talking the butthouse. Yeah, the backside. <laughs> the butthouse. <laughs> The House of Ass. <laughs> the House of Ass. <laughs> the actual translation. Yeah. Ass stuff. <laughs> That's great. Uh, Greg, how, how have you been? How fun is that? Oh, I, you know, I've been, uh, I've been pretty good. You know, every time you ask me that, I had something that I wanted to say. Now I can't remember what it was. Cool. Um, what have I been up to recently? It's running. It, it was, it was fucking relevant. Did you say running. And yeah, I guess he started running. Started now. running, huh? No, no, I no. I, he doesn't want to I'm admit getting, it on air. I'm because getting differing reports. I yeah, okay. Started running, I guess. I've yeah, I'm running a little bit at the gym because you know, like hot Greg 2020. Um, <laughs> you already said you were very good looking. Hotter Greg 2020. Hotter, thank you, thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Alan. <laughs> Always keeping me honest. That's right. Hot Greg 2020. Yeah. Um, I was watching a D and D actual play show. Hmm. Um, I don't know if you're this interested against in, your... in Dungeons and Dragons at all. Um, <laughs> it's a lot of fun. It's a great, never heard of it. It's a great game that mm-hmm. Alan and I play together. <laughs> um, and uh, and Alan's actually D&D's a really great player. Tim? It's uh, a half orc paladin named Dorazar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a uh, crisis of faith, and I'm, I don't care about gods anymore or others. Um, <laughs> it's actually really amazing. Paladins are like the kind of people who are like, "Oh yeah, everybody stick by me, so you can get my aura of protection, or I will shield of faith you yeah. because you have you're a wizard and you have worse armor than than me because I have 18 <laughs> and a lot of and a lot of health. So, but Alan, before he goes in to fight, is like, I shield of faith myself. <laughs> I shield fan myself. Go for number one. I have twenty one AC now. <laughs> Good luck hitting. Yeah, it. try and hit me, idiots. Yeah. 
Uh, uh, all the D&Ders out there know what we're talking about. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe we'll record an episode and <laughs> use it as Patreon for one. That'd be fun. For... Is there a Simpsons episode about D&D? No, no, no. That's well, just... in no, the zombie no, no. years there is. There should be. <laughs> in the zombie years, like there's, the bad there's years? Definitely, yeah, like, yeah. Like, post-season like, 10. Oh. Yeah. There's definitely one about D&D. There's one about Game of Thrones. <laughs> um, there's one about a uh, like, uh, World of Warcraft type game. Uh, all very bad episodes. <laughs> too bad. You yeah, guys could have played out a game of, of like Simpsons D&D. Still can. That would be fun. That'd be hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be fun to... Uh, if you... Okay. Okay. Role playing as as the Simpsons, who yeah. would you want to be? Lionel Hutz. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> Lionel Hutz, a lawyer. Yeah. Uh, okay, what stats would we would we use for Lionel Hutz? I'm try- I was trying to think what class he would be. Yeah. Like what class you would classify a lawyer Yeah. Um, maybe I'll, a bard? Maybe a bard. Because like spins yarns. Maybe and, a yeah. wizard. A wizard, maybe, yeah. Oh, um, no. Bard, I, I think I think Bard is <laughs> I think like Bard it. is better because it's funnier. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. got like there's you, you can be a you can be a different kind of Bard mm-hmm. that way. Um, I don't know. I think I would go with uh, Mr. Burns. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a wizard. That's a wizard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He or a warlock. A warlock. Someone yeah. who sold his soul. That's yeah. Yeah. Uh, that would be interesting. And he has a. But he has like a, a ranger, so he has a familiar, and it's Smithers, of course. <laughs> what would the family be? What would you name them as? Marge. Uh, the, the Homer's a barbarian. Yeah, Homer's definitely a barbarian. Bart is a rogue. Dog. Yep. Uh, Lisa's probably a cleric. Yep. Um, um, and Marge would be a paladin. Maybe a paladin. Yeah, I was kind of leaning towards that too. And Maggie. Familiar. <laughs> Maggie's the familiar. Um, Actually, they they have two pets. Those would be the familiars. Yeah. Maybe Maggie would be like a. Considering what all the damage she does, um, maybe burns. <laughs> maybe a monk. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, she'd be a sense. monk. Yeah. Because the monks are my favorite characters, and Lisa's or Lisa. Mag- Maggie. Maggie. Sorry, <laughs> sorry guys. Um, Maggie is my favorite character from the family. Well, there you go. The baby. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> Then they found out it was the baby. <laughs> um, oh, that would be fun. That would be fun. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't mind doing that if we could get uh, at least two others mm-hmm. to do uh, a I Simpsons D and D. I could. I'd, I'd DM it. Yeah. No problem. Oh, that'd be fun. It would be fun. So Stay anyway, tuned. we've uh, we've we've come to that <laughs> striking conclusion. That'll be fun. Good work, everybody. Yeah, uh, but we're talking today about uh, an episode called Bart After, after dark. dark, not of darkness. Bart, nope, Bart after, after dark. dark. Yes, <laughs> uh. <laughs> that's what they do. Yeah, uh, it's the fifth episode of season eight, written by Richard Apple and directed by Dominic Polcino. Uh, original air date November twenty fourth, nineteen ninety six. Great. So, first things first, Bryn, what did you think of this episode and its uh, portrayal of the burlesque industry? Well, to be really honest, there wasn't very much burlesque content. Mm-hmm. True. Um, it's a family show. In terms of the, <laughs> yeah, uh, in terms of the show itself, um, it's very like, this is... This is my impression of a burlesque performer. I wear dice as a bra. <laughs> like, that kind of a thing. So it's just, I mean, burlesque is really cool and very creative and stuff. And 
that could have been fun, like particularly modern burlesque with all of like the whole drag uh, kind of society <clears throat> group culture is really impacted burlesque in a really amazing way. And people have gotten really creative. Um, yeah, I mean the the most creative this episode gets with with it is that moment you're referencing where she's like, "Oh, we're about to do the around the world number," <laughs> and Montenegro and, can't find her dice. Well, Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. <laughs> <laughs> you know, everyone associates Montenegro with uh, gambling. It's <laughs> the one thing we all think about when we think about the country Montenegro. It was the first Mont that came to mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was just funny. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so, and uh, I mean, I, I haven't seen a lot of burlesque, but I've seen like a, a, a decent amount. My favorite was, uh, there was one time that they did like a movie themed burlesque night. And so it was a bunch of people doing movie inspired burlesque numbers. Uh, the two that stick out in my brain the most, someone ba- basically was dressed like the mask from the movie, the mask <laughs> and doing the, like, uh, I don't think it was the Cuban Pete one. It was the... Uh, <laughs> you know that one. <laughs> yes, Drake's I nodding. I love how specific the... <laughs> and then it was like... Craig's doing a little He's doing a little dance. Uh and then the other one was someone did Foxy Lady and was dressed like Garth from from Wayne's World. And both of them were amazing. Both of them were female performers, but portraying male identifying characters from TV or from movies. And I was very confused. <laughs> it was like, ooh, sexy Garth. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> yeah, um, but that would that... be hard. <laughs> so, not the only thing that was hard. Uh, but the. Oh, the... <laughs> <laughs> Come on, we're getting racy here tonight. Um, it gets a little blue. <laughs> it gets a little blue. <laughs> <laughs> I did sneak it. I, I, I snuck that one. Maybe it took Greg Josh a couple seconds. Until Greg's. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? What do you mean? What else was hard? Tell me. Um, no, but it made me realize, because before that, I'd just seen burlesque as basically, uh, it seemed like very, uh, not elaborate, uh, but just very stylized strip teases. Mm. Um, and then like once I saw that night <laughs> I was like oh like I like that there can be like cool themes to it and a lot of creativity and like you were saying like I like the yeah the creative aspect of it and so now anytime I see burlesque I'm always like I wish I wish there was a theme to this <laughs> one of the other things I love about burlesque and one of the reasons why I'm such a big fan of it versus stripping mm-hmm. is that there's such a variety of body types in burlesque always has been like it's, it has always been like a platform for women and men with all variety of body types. True. And so, I mean, I will say strip clubs I've been to, also true. <laughs> I've never actually been to a strip club. Well, so there you go. I can't oh, you necessarily must go. speak. <laughs> <laughs> but in my experience of like what I've understood about the two, yeah. no, it definitely, so. yeah, <laughs> definitely more leans towards the, uh, um, the less. Uh, uh, less varietal uh, mm. style. Mm. <laughs> As it were. Less varietal. Less varietal at the ye old strip club. <laughs> Saw this one in Amsterdam. Uh huh. 
and um, strip or burlesque? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> that was, was a, a grimace was, on your It wasn't face. even a ticketed event. It was in an alley. I don't know. It was just, <laughs> it just, just some person was doing it and was like, there oh, was what you doing? Burlesque? And they're like, uh, sure. And skin it, was, and- it was in Amsterdam. I was with a former guest of the show, uh, longtime friend. Uh, I don't want to put him on blast. Ryan, I know it's Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> he knows who he is. Uh, we had a we had a time and uh, got super high. Sure, yeah, that happened. You're in Amsterdam. That was before. Okay. Um, so that was a wild night. <laughs> this is the vaguest story you've ever told. <laughs> I was in Amsterdam with a friend. I'm not going to say who, and it was wild. It was <laughs> anyway. Moving on, it was a wild time. Twinkle in your eye. That's about it. Yeah, um, yeah. That's yep. Ultimately, I liked. I didn't mind the episode. I didn't think it was great. Didn't understand the whole Lisa Marge like <laughs> Baby Seal Beach outside of the whole story thing. Well, you see, in the industry, they call that a B plot. It sucked. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I mean, arguably, it was just there as a means to get them out of the house so that Homer will be forced to be the decision maker of the household. And uh, so it's a bit of a contrivance for sure. Yeah. But well, I think it could have been better. I think that decision could have yes. been stronger. Sure. Also, Lisa, like, died at the beach or something because oh, she yeah. just fell off the face of the earth when they came back from the beach. Oh, I see. <laughs> she, yeah. She, she's not around. But she doesn't arrive with Marge. She's like, yeah. the beach plot. Very, very much about Lisa. And then all of a sudden, no Lisa. Yeah. She's gone. But she's gone. She doesn't have I've a single line or she's not in a Do frame. Do you even see her? No. No, oh you don't see her once wow. after she's like, drive faster, mom, drive faster. Fan yeah. theory. She died. <laughs> she died on the beach. Or she's in a coma and the rest of the mm, show is Jacob's her, ladder. her brain. Yeah, this is a Jacob's, Jacob's ladder, ladder situation. Scenario. Yeah. yeah, exactly right. Um, or what else? What else? What other movie does that? Oh, my stars. Uh, I mean, mean, The Wizard of Oz, right? I guess in a sense, yeah. What do you mean in a sense? None (laughs) of it happened. I disagree. It didn't. Nope. I think, say, it, I think it did. They say no, because wake up and they're all just people populated the, by your in imagination. The, in the movie, you can make that argument, but in, of the, you in can. the books that it's based on, she goes back to Oz several times. I'm talking times. about the film as a text unto itself. And I'm disagreeing with you. <laughs> based on separate text. <laughs> I, I absolutely have to side with Alan here because the reference to The Wizard of Oz was so vague that he can absolutely bring the book in. Without it being not good, like it's the she wakes up from a dream. Not at the and book. You were there, <laughs> and you were there, and you were there. Nice. Then she dies. That's that's a reference to the movie. But my folks. my yeah. count my counter she theory die. is right. My <laughs> did you see the movie or did you just watch it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh dear. I liked that one. <laughs> Thanks, Greg. You're welcome. Power Rangers, then Wizard of Oz. <laughs> there wasn't actually 317 Power Rangers. You're burning down my childhood. I had no idea. Burning many... down the child. <laughs> is that Talking Heads? It is. Nice. Those guys rule. <laughs> <laughs> Love David Byrne in his big suit. Oh, so good. Yeah. Stop making sense. Start making sense. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's a, what a what a great opening so to that good. DVD. I love it. Psycho Killer with a boombox. Oh, it's great. Psycho Killer. You know the one. Yep. What is that? Hmm. Keep going. 
Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> That's what he wanted to say. <laughs> fuck, 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 fuck. And they're like, uh, David, you can't say 17 fucks. Can you? It's like fuck with a stutter. Fuck, fuck, Oh, dear. Oh, dear. Um, Greg. Hi. What did you think of the... No. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. What did you think of the episode? And follow-up question. Uh-huh. What's your experience with burlesque? Okay, great. Well, well we heard his experience with burlesque well, one time in Amsterdam. Well, from the very vague Amsterdam... With a friend. St- I, don't I don't even want to call that I a saw. story. It wasn't. <laughs> that would be giving stories a bad name. Uh-huh. It was a, it was a uh, meandering anecdote at best. At worst, it was a fever dream that manifested as thought that came out of my mouth. <laughs> a fever dream. <laughs> it was so, a uh, enter the. It was the enter the void of uh, of anecdotes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Is now, that Gaspar Noé? Hmm. Is that enter the void? Is that Gaspar Noé? Gaspar Noé. Yeah. He's I, weird. I don't know who you're okay. talking about. He's a director. It I've never matter. seen. I I just you wouldn't know him. I agreed with the reference because because you gotta because I just gotta stick and move. I gotta say yes, and even though I didn't see the film, it's fine. It's just very obscure and esoteric. Great. So I don't feel bad anymore. So I liked this episode. Mm-hmm. I like this episode a lot, actually, which is I think interesting because it's not very tightly written. True. Uh, the third act is just because it has to be. Yeah, third <laughs> act's great. It's basically a whole episode yeah. in and of itself, which is which is cool. Um, a lot of that has to go to the performances. Um, I really love Belle. I love the the new uh, house design that they created. Mm-hmm. I like the new character designs that they created, and the uh, oh, all do of the you? all of the yeah all of the bits inside the house are really really funny. I think this this episode is just like is is consistently funny to me. Like there weren't a ton of absolute standout jokes because I was just like I was laughing really consistently and I uh, consistently and I found the Baby Seal Beach to be dumb and unrelated <laughs> to the rest of the episode in a perfectly forgettable mm, way. Perfectly forgettable way, but it was also funny enough for me uh, that I that I kind of just got over it in that, like, I, I, I don't know. I love the, the bit where it's like, uh, with Johnny Arvik. <laughs> He's the Eskimo. Comedian. Yeah. It is like faster mom, faster. Yeah. I like that part. I think yeah. that's funny. And I like Bart and Homer being alone. And that's, I thought that was really that's funny. very funny. Um, I love the, the, the third act is a masterpiece. Um, it's got and, a memorable song. Yeah, it's got a memorable song. It's also got some really great animation. You got a whole Simpsons dance number. It's got a classic Simpsons song in it that, to me, rivals Monorail. Yeah. And then I'll tell you about my experience with burlesque. Mm-hmm. I don't care for it. Okay. <laughs> Sucks but, to be you. But, <laughs> but more so, I want to know like like what you have experienced. Like, ha- have you seen burlesque shows? Have you, you know? I mean, I saw that one in Amsterdam. Okay. <laughs> That's about it. Um, I think I've seen other ones. I think I've seen one in Lethbridge. I think I've seen... I've, I've definitely seen one in Calgary. Alberta's and a tricky one for burlesque. Yeah. It, you actually have to... Yeah, yeah. Because of the laws, you actually have to register as an exotic dancer before you're allowed to do burlesque. Um, which is tricky because a lot of burlesque dancers don't want to be, quote-unquote, like strippers. Labeled. 
in that sense. Right. Yeah. And you're grouped together. Sure. Right. Yeah. So it's a, it's, I've really struggled finding like high quality burlesque here. But it's like, you know, it's, it's dancing, right? There's a lot of dancing. But you're n- almost naked. Yeah, I know, but like the. Greg, the, Greg. Sexy dancing. Okay, I get it. I'm getting it. But that's titillating. That's that's what it is, though, right? Wowzers in your trousers. Oh god! (laughs) (laughs) I like wowzers in your trousers. (laughs) It's it's not just dancing, actually. Well, sometimes it's puppetry. There's I've seen burlesque that's puppetry. Yeah, or like naked uh, puppets. Like performing. Sometimes they strip a puppet and then they strip (laughs) with the puppet. That's cool. Right, but like is performing a, is a better way to describe it, and yeah, obviously that's a very big catch-all. But because there can be so many elaborate pieces to the to the performance, um, you know, I've seen ones where they put on like they are a full character, and you know they're they're doing like a whole thing, like a whole storyline, even like throughout the the routine. And uh, yeah, I don't know. I think there's something something real cool about it. One of the reasons why I like it so much is that it's such an, a great tool for empowerment for particularly women who just never got a good opportunity to not only pay attention, but also like as a, as a woman, you never, you kind of are like cover yourself up as much as possible for your entire life. So that the things that are actually normal about you, you're not sure if they're normal about you. And burlesque is a great opportunity for women to be able to go, Oh, that girl's got like a lump there too. Oh, I'm not weird. Yeah. Like I'm not. I'm very human, and not only that, I'm, but I'm like very. I can be flamboyant and outgoing and precocious in that way, and sexy and sexy yeah. that way without necessarily being like a slut yep. or being um, branded in some way or another. Or well, and that ties into what the episode is kind of like getting at in a lot of ways, where the uh, moral, what is it? The moral committee, or what did they call it? Moral themselves? hygiene committee, which I found really <laughs> right. weird. I was like, moral, moral hygiene, hygiene. yeah, the moral, committee for moral hygiene. That's what, that's what it is. The committee for moral hygiene. Um, you know, throughout the episode, of course, are basically saying, hey, this is clearly like a sex thing. You know, this burlesque house, so we need to shut it down. And the idea of, I think, burlesque in general is yes, sex is obviously a big part of it, but it's not the it's not the only part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. That's not the, the the purpose, necessarily. It's more just, like, um, using using that idea to uh, to empower and to, like, to feel great about yourself and mm-hmm. to make other people feel great about themselves as well. I also like that it ended with, like, all of the burlesque performers and Belle being like, no, I'm fucking amazing. <laughs> like, that's super amazing, particularly in uh, the kind of culture we've been in over the last hundred years or so where that's like are are you sexually inclined oh that's disgusting yeah. oh, gross. Like, just there's nothing there's nothing wrong with being that and yeah. i liked that at the end it kind of tied it up perfectly that way that everybody was like no we like the house everything's fine everybody's great and then all of the burlesque performers are like yes yeah. and they get to be a part of the song and like, <laughs> they put great. the spring in springfield yeah that's a great tune won an emmy Oh, yeah. Yeah. Genuinely, 
Yeah, genuinely. Uh, it won an Emmy Award for Outstanding Music and Lyrics for the song. I like we how you're put just championing like, the ending quite a bit, and then it's like, yeah, I won an Emmy. Like, oh, gross. <laughs> Definitely yeah. should have won that. You know what else was on? What? At the time? Uh, friends. Exactly. They weren't singing. It's probably the only thing nominated. I'm pretty sure they sang at some point. Friends? Not, friends? A, not like a musical number, but somebody They tried. sang Smelly Cat. That's what they sang. I don't even remember that. that. Was I was going to break out in song and then was like, I don't even remember that song. And then Ross's The Sound. Oh, yeah. Everybody on Earth is loving this reference right now. I don't know the reference <laughs> to The Sound. You've watched all of it? Have you watched all of it? All, all of, of friends? The Friends? Yeah, every friend. I've watched every friend, yeah. Yeah, yeah me too. And it, I'm actually like, I, I guess I'm not that. I'm not like crazy surprise but i'm often surprised people around my age who are like yeah i don't know anything about friends and like i don't know it's just it it was again but again i was i was raised on television so much that like the big shows that existed in the 90s uh and even early 2000s i'm like oh yeah everyone knows about this (laughs) because that's like my life and like i get it people a lot of people don't give a shit about tv but but friends was just such a like giant thing in the 90s that I was just like that I mean, when I meet people who are like now there's like still, you yeah like people are rewatching it now t-shirts yeah. with like the friends logos well on that's it. what Netflix is doing right is like reintroducing a new generation to the to the show and that's why you get a lot of like BuzzFeed think pieces about it and shit like that where it's like let's let's uh, deep dive into whether or not Ross is really a cool person or not and I'm he's like, not yeah no he's a garbage person we all know this they all are this isn't we revolutionary we all knew this while we were watching it. We were fine with it because that's what comedy was. That's true. Yeah, hundred percent. That was our standard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna break. I'm gonna break the moment. Uh, Alan, what did you think of, uh, the, of the episode? <laughs> I frightened Alan. For the listeners, she turned at me very sharply. <laughs> what did you ask what Alan thought of the episode? <laughs> I was uh, gonna I, wait. I okay. I was gonna like just you know sneak it in. Yeah. I'm more about that. Or maybe. Just, I'm more n- just skip it entirely. I right. think. Well, <laughs> uh, okay. That's really mean. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like why not, Alan? What did you? I'm think getting about a view into the inner workings of this duo. There's wanking. There's emotional abuse. There's. I mean, that's you know. It's my birthday. <laughs> not yet. Tomorrow. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be like two like weeks five away. hours. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the time this episode comes out, it'll be another year away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> One more turn around the sun. Woo! <laughs> You're getting old. What well, did you think of this episode? I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've always liked this episode. Uh, I like, like you. I, I really like Belle as, as a character, and I, I think she's a great addition to. Um, to the cast as it were I, it does help that she's not a guest voice that she's just Tress McNeil um, arguably a guest voice in, in a sense but like more of a frequent collaborator than a like a celebrity a they, Lionel Hutz type sure yeah because they definitely uh, I read they were trying to get like a guest voice artist uh, or <laughs> voice artist a guest celebrity for uh, for Bell, and then eventually just uh, decided to stick with Tress this happens two more times in, in this season this season yeah yeah it happens with Frank Grimes Sure. Yeah, they were. So they they wanted to get a guest, but Azaria nailed it in the yep. read. And uh, with Sherry Bobbins. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Same kind of thing uh, as this one, where it's just like, no, we got these like great voiceover actresses. Let's just use them. Um, 
And it, it, it helps in that sense because it doesn't take away from the character and it does make her feel more uh, at home in Springfield because of that, because it's a voice that, you know, is used often. And, Absolutely. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of cool because the idea of the house obviously is that it's been there for like forever for a long time anyway. And we just as an audience have never seen it along with somehow Homer and Bart. <laughs> And and the three bullies, and I think that's it. <laughs> How often do they go to that park, really? Yeah, I guess so, yeah. Or fly model airplanes. I mean, what a wiener. <laughs> I'm I'm thinking that this season is like is like very and we'll see as we go through it, but very heavy on like, let's make Millhouse a bigger wiener than he has ever been. Starting with the finale of season seven. Yep. With the uh, summer of four foot two, when they they did all those Millhouse jokes in that episode, and they realized that's really funny. Let's keep doing that. Yeah, because <laughs> last episode we got a Millhouse reference. He didn't even appear. That's right. And Homer's yeah. just like, oh, you ever heard of this kid Millhouse? He's this little wiener. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so in this episode, he's the he's flying the airplane, and you know. He doesn't want to make it do tricks. Cause... Are those the are those like the kids from Stand by Me? Is that like the the dynamic that they're going for with uh with 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 Bart well, Millhouse, uh, Martin and uh, and Nelson? Because they had Ralph there as well. I thought Ralph peeled off and didn't and well, wasn't the... there for the for the for the burlesque house thing. Uh, he was like there once for the... Bart gets. Yeah, he was there for the pedaling, but I don't think he was there for the for like when they were going into the burlesque house. Uh, no, I think he was still there when Bart was uh like dancing on the roof and then falls and stuff. I'm pretty sure I saw his character model. There. Okay, I think I saw yeah. him there. But but sorry, but uh, I mean I don't know. I feel like the Stand by Me characters. There's or that, the, that there's, type. Do they feel know, like, like the, do the, they feel archetypes? I mean, I'm trying to even like assess the four stand by me kids in various in, like i think they're a bit more nuanced than, <laughs> than the obviously but you know what i mean like there's obviously like uh cory feldman's kind of the nerdy kid um jerry o'connell's the the chubby kid <laughs> and then you got river phoenix and other guy and they're just both kind of like well done with all three names yeah i don't remember the fourth guy well. <laughs> will wheaton it's will wheaton i think actually what? Yeah, I think it is. I think I remember that being a weird uh, <laughs> remember remember of mine. Remember? You know, a memory. <laughs> yeah, it's Will Wheaton. <laughs> You're it. absolutely right. Nailed it. Uh, guys, if you want to play movie trivia, <laughs> I do movie trivia every month. Uh, sometimes with Greg. Uh, apparently not this month. Um, Ooh, it's not like I'm bitter or anything. Life gets uh, in the way. <laughs> I gotta tell you, life it gets in the way. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll, two weeks maybe earlier, we'll, maybe we'll ask uh, questions like that. Who are the four kids? Who are the four actors who play the kids and stand by me? And if you listen to this all episode, gettable. Yeah, you'll know. Anyway, well, uh, I can't even recognize them. It's wild. Like when they're kids. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. Corey Feldman's probably the closest to the same. Oh yeah, he looks the, yeah he looks exactly the same. He did not change. But I'll always know him as Donatello. But of course. So which Donatello? The one in the film, 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. film. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. is the voice of Donatello in is that he? movie. Mm-hmm. <gasps> yeah. I totally forgot that. I'm he does machines. Super TMNT. He sure does. He didn't come back fan. to the sequel because he had drug problems. Aww. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's the way it happens. But he came back for the third one. 
Turtles in Time. Yeah, everyone's Turtles favorite. In, uh, we've been watching these. In fact, I would say the second one is the best of all of them. Oh, oh far from the truth. Definitely but the first one. Definitely the first um, one. Oh, the first okay. one's so good. It's like, or maybe it's, it's a, the third I think one. It's, What's the one where they go no, back? No, definitely not. When they go back in, <laughs> in time. To, in time. That's Turtles That's in Time, Turtles and in it's time. a garbage what? movie. I fucking loved it. Oh my god. My boyfriend Greg, and I loved I'm, it. She's killing me, Greg. <laughs> loved it. I was like, the first one was like fine. And then I think it was actually the second one was garbage. And then the third one was the best. <laughs> I have watched wow. them very, very recently within the last six months. So much of the point. runtime of the third one is just in a basement oh, God. with Shredder behind a literal puppet <laughs> screen. I can't remember now. I watched this within the last. Season, they had the remember. they had the gall to bring Elias Katias back yeah. f- as Casey Jones and have him stay in the present and yeah. do jack shit the whole time. He sits in the basement and talks to sh- it's Splinter. It's f- fucking stupid. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's and Splinter's so a dumb. robot now yeah. for some reason because they didn't get Jim Henson Company back. I think no, they didn't. Yeah, that's why all the turtles look, look like, like nightmare yeah, dreams. Yeah, they do look terrible. <laughs> First one I think is genuinely a good movie. Like not just a I love the turtles, which I do, but I think it's actually like a very well structured movie, and uh, I like it a lot. <laughs> no, I completely agree. <laughs> <laughs> just trying to be the devil's advocate now. Your favorite you one is down. Turtles in Time. I don't know if Devil's Advocate is one. what you're looking for there. I genuinely think it's my favorite one. I I really Devil's Advocate that. is like as like well let's let's look at the other side not you're you're wrong about everything you suck that sometimes that's not a Devil's Advocate <laughs> well it depends on the situation um <laughs> what was I gonna say did you guys actually see the live action TV show oh yes the no. next the next mutation truly, where they introduced uh, Venus truly which is the female turtle with breasts that's when they bad. introduced her mm-hmm. but okay then yes her, I've seen it her first episode and only episode I may say had. The um, Power Rangers in it, so what? like nobody gave a shit about Venus, Wait, other really? than the fact that she was truly terrifying. To she look was at. terrifying. Um, they had the Power, had the Power Rangers? Rangers in it. Yeah, wow, I don't that remember was that her part. For, for her first episode, like wasn't she, she was in like, the pilot? Like isn't that a, like a big part of the the pilot of the series? Is that like oh we're introducing a new turtle? Uh, oh, what Renaissance uh, artists remember. are going to name her after? But she Not was, none of them. She She's going to be in. one of the art pieces. Venus came in in the third uh, movie. She does not. Doesn't she? No. She's definitely introduced in the next mutation, the TV series. The TV series? Mm-hmm. I can't even remember now. But I remember I when Greg's she was like unveiled. <laughs> this is important to it find was out. terrible. Venus was one of five turtles exposed to mutagen in the sewers. Yeah, so there were five. There were five along. all along. Yeah. No, yeah. No, we all know that. We all know no, that. No, 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 no. This is Blasphemy. canon. This is canon. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the... The five turtles in in Splinter went for a picnic in the park, but were attacked by dragons. Wait, Um, wait. (laughs) What's happening? This is just a thing we're talking about. She and the other turtles uh, teamed up with the Power Rangers in space in the 1998 episode, Shell Shocked. Um, But that was not her first appearance. Oh. Yeah, Yeah, I'm pretty sure she she appears in the first episode of the series. That, like... It's 11 like, it's like, things it's like you them. didn't know about the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles <laughs> first appearance, episode lied to me. First appearance, Ninja Turtles, The Next Mutation, episode one. No, that's when she's Boom. unveiled. And then yeah. her first like actual like part of the team is the... But, well, that's not no, what you said. That's not what you said. That's what I... W- yeah, I did say that. No, you said her first episode No, was her blank. first like actual episode <laughs> I said. Her first actual episode. We'll roll back the tape. 
Everybody who's listening, if she says actual episode, please let me know. I'm going to move on. We've already said that I'm, I'm the highest authority in the room. <laughs> Wait, when did we say that? Um, Greg and I had this conversation well before you arrived, well, Ellen. sorry. I'm sorry I had to work for a living. It was Jesus something I Christ. had to agree to to have her on the podcast. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> I come with. I Is that why your with. finger was bleeding? You got to sign a blood Ow. pact of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Right. A rusty nail. <laughs> you have tetanus now. Um. Yep, guys. In exchange for my third appearance and yeah. the dildo hat <laughs> and the dildo hat, of course. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, that's a, that's canon now for mm-hmm. our show. <laughs> <laughs> Totally making you guys a dildo hat. I'll wear it proudly. Uh, what else did we want to say about this episode? Well, this is an interesting one because it's um, it's satirical sights, I guess, completely hone in in the third act. And it's an interesting person that they choose to... Um, that, that they choose to, to deliver the... Uh, the tirade that they're satirizing because they are this episode is definitely satirizing Marge's point of view and I think it's interesting but appropriate that she is the one delivering that point of view that is going to be heavily satirized because this point of view hasn't gone anywhere it's still around Mm -hmm. and eh, for some might argue that it's gotten worse. Some might argue that it's gotten better. I would argue that it's gotten worse in some places and better in others because generalizations don't help anyone. So, also politics is all politics. Yeah, it's all politics. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a webby. Um, <laughs> so, Marge's Marge's point of view is that she wants Bell out of the town, even though like. They, they, they play the game where it's like I've been here longer so it's my place and it's like as soon as you start getting into like oh we own this place it's like eh, no you didn't you never did that's the whole point of it so yeah she doesn't Belle is completely in the right because she's not telling anybody how to live their lives she's just providing this place and yeah. it's a private establishment and she even says I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. and it's like yeah she is she's a businesswoman and she's running a very successful business yeah she's nailing it yeah really and what's wrong with that nothing Nada. but the society of moral hygiene <laughs> certainly thinks that there is and they through shame in this particular in this particular example use shame to get everyone on their side to destroy a house that everybody really enjoys yeah everybody who goes there seems to really enjoy uh and also provides you know employment true it's a business melzettes yeah melzettes works there (laughs) (laughs) or worked there he works there he's just sick i believe who's (laughs) melzettes He was the comedian that Bart was filling in for oh. when he was wearing that little miniature tuxedo. Yeah. 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 It's just, <laughs> I believe, a made-up name, as far uh-huh. as I am aware. Um, and so the reason I love it is because when Homer references it later, he's like, I don't care if he's filling in for Mel Zetz. He's coming home. Because <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what an obscure name to say. Uh, that is correct in this instance. So, um you know, there's parallels also to the Itchy and Scratchy versus Marge. 
Oh yeah, right. Because it's it's Marge get having a some kind of in her eyes a moral high ground and trying to ruin something. She enjoys for she like in these particular episodes she enjoys her place at the moral high ground, a place that she believes she's entitled to because she is what. She's a middle-aged woman, <laughs> middle-aged white woman who thinks that you know everything should go the way she wants. Yeah, that's Pretty about it. Some truth. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, like us, like oh, I'm a mother. Right. I have children. Won't somebody please think of the children? She is basically saying that without saying that. True. And the the thing that actually really was was just really on point with me in this episode was was. When like all for tearing down our beloved burlesque house, and it's only the moral hygiene people who raise their hand, and then they turn back and they're like, <clears throat> "Yeah," and then yeah. everyone's hands shoot shoot up. It's like, "Fuck off." <laughs> well, and the like the the like you said the shame where they have the parade of yeah. people coming out of the house and like look at all the people who are doing this thing, and it for the most part those people are all ashamed, you know, because while it's something they enjoy, you know. In society, in the '90s, in <laughs> before that, obviously, and even today, sex is seen as taboo, and everyone should be ashamed about it. Um, and it happens very easily to a lot of people, and we see that in this episode where it's just like all it is is showing them leaving the house, and they're like, "Oh, like, oh, I'm so ashamed. Like, oh, why did I enjoy ladies dancing? I'm, I must oh, be a no. pervert. I'm a monster." Yeah. <laughs> Time to turn on the old Wiggum charm. So, um, something that I recently saw, which I should have um, put in my How Have You Been, uh-huh. now that I remember it. Okay. But um, here we are. Uh-huh. So, shit. I'll edit it and put it in. Never mind. No, just do it now. I went and saw Hustlers. Uh, yeah. With Jennifer Lopez. Jennifer Lopez, Constance Wu. Very fun film. Um, it takes place primarily in a strip club mm. and i had i'm ju- listening i had just the day before <laughs> literally the day before watched magic mike for the first time ah. oh. also yeah. takes place in a strip club hell yeah most of it very, takes place in a strip club very much yeah um both these movies are excellent in their own way and um, sexy and very sexy yeah mm. hence right. the great hot My greg pony. <laughs> no, that's just a personal goal that I would like to achieve for it was the benefit of so he can be it in was magic. magic Mike. He wants to be in Magic Mike Triple XL. <laughs> yeah. Doom, 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 doom. Well, I haven't seen XXL. I haven't either, actually. I've so, only seen the first one, but yeah. it's great. Yeah, it is. It's very good. One. Didn't really like. Didn't really like it. You know, like Channing Tatum dancing to Pony. Steven Soderbergh's Death really Direction. <laughs> Not your cup of tea. Not my cup of tea. <laughs> How he lets scenes play out in long mm-hmm. master shots, whether they be dialogue or action. Man has confidence to spare. I really love Steven <laughs> Soderbergh as a director. So it's got Flash Thompson dancing. Oh yeah, Joe Manganiello. The very same. Oh yeah, and he like does a thing to his back. Yeah. This is quite literally like a foreign language. For me. <laughs> you know who Flash Thompson is? No. Nope. Do you know who Spider-Man is? He was in Spider-Man 1? By Sam Raimi. <laughs> Spider-Man 1? Spider-Man. He's a, he's, he's a man with the, with the powers, powers of, of a spider. Yeah, he's, yeah he's, 
it's, that's what he does. It's, 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 it's whip, whip, whip. whip. You know, <laughs> forgive you. <laughs> My boyfriend, I've super gotten into comics lately. And he tells, oh, yeah. he was telling me about a zombie one that he loves right now. Marvel zombies. Yeah, and yeah, and the only Spider Man. Spider Man. Spider Man's a zombie. Is a zombie, yep. but he has like muscle memory that shoots his veins. Uh huh. No, oh, gross. Terrifying. <laughs> no, yeah, it's a super gross comic. And it's, I'm not a big fan of it. That's fair. Terrifying. Awful. Mostly because most of the characters I liked the most were like dead in the first issue. Which so are the I'm characters like, you love the most? I can't remember. Spider Man. Maybe Wolverine. Wolverine, I think, is one. Yeah. Wolverine is like gone completely. You know there's different universes, right? Oh, good lord. I I won't get into Marvel comics. I just won't. <laughs> I, that's what the MCU's for. That's what the MCU. It's exactly what the MCU's for. I like the MCU. I'll just. I'm gonna watch every single. Maybe not. <laughs> What's the MCU? I'm, oh boy. I don't know about. I don't know about. You're. You're. You're kidding. It's the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. The Marvel <laughs> I movies. I had no idea. I'm so sorry. You. So when You're Greg, when Greg when Greg spoke the special incantation that released you from your mummy's tomb, <laughs> <laughs> what did you what did you think of this crazy twenty first century that we're now living in? It's been a, like I rock in the corner periodically. It's just like, sometimes I. Just, You're like knitting your scarf right now. I'm knitting my scarf. I'm, the anxiety, the anxiety is 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 making me pull apart my scarf. Oh, good, good. Like, please put me back in the ground. Don't worry, just a little longer. Needs to say this the incantation that you know puts you back to sleep. It is Emotep Anoxinamun. Oh. oh no, you did it! Damn it! <laughs> wait, wait, let me, wake, let me wake her up. <laughs> Brendan Fraser. Ah! <laughs> I'm sorry, I yelled. <laughs> just completely blew up my. Well, producer, time mark, time stamp it, it, yeah, and fix it. Do some work, goddamn. <laughs> Give me a second. <laughs> now don't stop recording when you're doing this. <laughs> He's not going to remove this. We're going to hear my scream for, for far and wide. That that that's mm. what my handwriting looks like. That's the kind of handwriting that I forgot that I wrote. Remember that? Doesn't doesn't look anything to me. No. Oh my god. <laughs> I've been I a just, robot the whole time. <laughs> I'm like so tempted to just li like layer so many references in this podcast sure. now, just because of. <laughs> I genuinely have no idea what you're talking about. I know if that's why it's. If fun. you've been wondering why I get silent sometimes, guys, <laughs> it's entirely because I'm just like just we, pretend we speak, like it's not. Happening. We do speak another language. Uh, so, yeah, Alan, tell me your thoughts. Hey, well, Alan. Homer. <laughs> Wanted to scare you again. <laughs> Don't scare me again. <laughs> uh, it's not Halloween yet. Um, Homer's awful as a parent. He's trying his best. He I actually is. was impressed by him. I was one. too. So here's the thing. He's I was, really bad was, at it. But this the, yeah, is his there best. was there was two sides of him in this ep episode where I was like, oh god, like you fucking slob. Uh, where there's like lying in filth and you know doing uh, garbage angels and that kind of thing. Yeah. But then there's moments like he actually makes dinner for him and Bart. Yeah. 
even though Bart's not there, and like lays out the TV tray for him and everything. Then he eats his, his dinner, you know, getting, getting cold. all cold and eaten, <laughs> which is very funny. Um, and even when they they're like, oh, "What time should we have dinner?" Let's say ten. <laughs> He's like, "Just wake me up," and then he does. He makes dinner, yeah. and like it's definitely one of those things where they they had the opportunity to make a joke out of that, you know, about Homer not being able to make dinner. I thought they kind of like. Well, yeah, like they do in Homer the Smithers, where you know he's just trying to cook an egg and it bursts into flames. Or in Springfield with a dollar sign, right? Cloves, yes. Tom oh, Collins God. mix, Let's go frozen get pie crust. <laughs> we were this close to eating that for the TBN BBBQ. Frozen pie crust, cloves, a whole, yeah. Tom Collins mixed, and oh, don't eat the cloves; it makes your mouth go numb. I, At I least make I mean, that we up. had we had yeah. some, we had some, yeah. Uh, our our dear friend Ife. Uh, did a TBN BBBQ, uh, which you can view still if you subscribe to our Patreon. Yep, still there. And he he made uh, a bunch of different dishes from The Simpsons. Uh, obviously not a literal ones sometimes, where he'd zhuzh it up a bit. And one was the pie crust, uh, Tom Collins mix, and cloves. Uh, he made little mini pies with like I think there was whipped cream and cloves, and uh, some kind of Tom Collins infused something they were okay so they, the they were okay the were cloves awful. were the worst part yeah. yeah cloves are awful cloves are really strong flavor yeah and what like, do people use them for killing pies? it's, it's other for people. all sorts cloves are in so much stuff it's in pies it's like it's in more like of a spice of though right moroccan food like it's oh. it's like it's like they all grind the, it up and like yeah it's more like but it's actually you don't a really eat whole cloves. You some people do uh, as as a way of numbing their mouth we've got a oh. toothache it, that's historically yeah, I just use cocaine just like Dude, <laughs> I know this. What guy. all the dentists okay, did it so back in the, the from the medical book I got I from the 1600s. Emotional I abuse. I know this guy cocaine. in Nosehill Park. He hangs out there every Wednesday night, but only when it's a full moon. Mm. So you gotta like, if you want to get a good supply, you gotta right. like, plan it. That's why they call it Nose Candy Hill Park. That's right. Everybody knows this in Calgary. Nose candy, no park. Nose candy. Yeah. No. Put me back in the ground. His name is Fark. All right. Fark. Too close to fart <laughs> to, be, to be realistic. I wasn't. It's not spelt the way you think. Well, F- spell, spell it for me. A U R K. P H. P H A U R Q U E. Farque. That's almost fart quad. <laughs> Yeah, it's what I told him the first time I met him. The, Is fun, he really fun short fact. with a stupid haircut? He's fun not fact. really short. He does have a Shrek stupid haircut. Based off of him. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Based on a dream he had. <laughs> Shrek sucks, everyone. Yeah. I love Shrek. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Greg, you're, she's killing me, Greg. <laughs> we have I fun, even though. enjoyed the musical. There was a musical? Yeah, it's on Netflix. Shrek the Halls? Highly recommend Shrek the Musical on Netflix. Is it a Broadway musical? There uh, is, yeah. There is a Broadway musical. I think is that it what, is, yeah. Is that what it this is on is Netflix, though? Also, John... Ham. Le... Lithgow? Leguizamo. Leguizamo. Nailed it. Uh, he does... Uh, what is it? I won that one. Latin History for Dummies. Super good. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Good 
good recommendations. Yeah, you guys are talking about all of your, oh, this is a movie director. Oh, these are amazing. MCU, blah, blah, blah. And I can't make two references to a play without, like, stink eye? <laughs> We're the obscure ones, yeah. Yeah, the MCU. <laughs> Who's heard of that? The billion-dollar franchise that's that owns the box office this year. <laughs> that's a very good Beaker impression. That was excellent, yeah. You know Beaker. I do love Beaker. Yeah, that's something we can all agree on. The Muppets. Oh, that'll bring us back. The Muppets are great. They're very good. Yeah, they're the best. <laughs> Should we talk about our favorite jokes? Oh, Okay. Wow, well, I guess you're hosting. She's the show really now. moving us along. This <laughs> I mean, is great. I asked Alan. I'm asking this question. <laughs> you're retired now. You rose me from the dead, and I'm taking over. I guess so. Uh, let's go. Yeah, let's let's. Um, this is a one woman podcast about Simpsons, which she does not. Well, we want to go to the reference desk first, right? Is that how we do? <laughs> I don't remember. I can't remember its favorite joke first. Ah, uh, no, it's just reference desk. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's not a lot for this one. Uh, the best little whorehouse in Texas is kind of a major like plot reference. Sure. Uh, with the with the burlesque house, um, the uh, ship that crashes, the oil spill at the beginning, that's a reference to the Exxon Valdez. Um, because the uh, ship captain of that boat, uh, Joseph Hazelwood, was allegedly drunk, and that's why it crashed. And so that's why they have the sea captain be right drunk. I'm in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> uh, North by Northwest, there's a kind of a subtle oh, reference yeah. with the, the plane yeah. on Ralph and uh, Martin. Um, I'm pedaling backwards. Great line. Uh, still, fun, still, fun, <laughs> still funny Ralph. Yeah. Uh, the dude at the the guy at the beach uh, is driving the Bagley 2000, which is a reference to Ed Bagley Jr. and yeah. probably Sr. I, I only know Ed Bagley Jr. But well, he's the one who's like the, the yeah, environment guy. The environment guy, guy yeah. 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 Um, Eisenhower, of course, uh, 35th president of the United States. Not pictured. Mrs. Eisenhower. <laughs> uh, and then uh, Our House is a very, very, very fine house. Is from the song Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash, and Young. Is that actually a Crosby, very Stills, Nash? Yes. Wow. I didn't know that. Here's a fun fact. Huh. I'm a bad actor. Cool. So... Um, <laughs> There's I did a I did a show called Tony and Tina's Wedding one oh, yes. year uh two year three years mm -hmm. uh, so I had more than enough time to figure my shit out and there's a line in it um, where it's like this house is God's house and God's house is a very 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 fine house and that's how I said it but it's clearly a reference to the song yeah and I definitely should have looked up the song because I clearly have never heard it. You've before. never? How am I from a, a mummified tomb and you're over here never having heard that song? Clearly I've never heard it before unless somehow, somehow I did it right by accident. I think you did it right by accident. Awesome. I'm a great actor. So <laughs> are you looking for it? Yeah, I'm just looking at the lyrics because okay. I I don't know the song that well, but mm. yeah, I've definitely heard it before. But uh, yeah, the two right. cats in the yard. <laughs> Our life used to be so hard. Great, now everything's easy because of you. Any others? Now that I've uh, the only other one is uh, the name of Marge's uh, ventriloquist dummy at the end is Twiggy. Yeah, mm -hmm. and apparently there was a model named Twiggy. Oh that yeah, was not her real name. No. <laughs> But apparently the manager was like, oh, we need to name you Twiggy because you're skinny. She was a thing for a while. I guess. I, I remember that. I don't know models. 
<laughs> what do you, what about you, Bryn? Uh, d- did you I know, know models? about it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Little <Sorry>. model planes. <laughs> model planes? No. Did you ever build a model plane? One of those like little wood ones that you would like yeah. pop out of the thing. Yep, I made those. Those are fun. I made those elastic band ones. Yeah, just like fire at your siblings. I used to love those like little boats that you put in the bathtub that you lit like a little tea light candle on, and it would propel a boat. That was what I. I made. don't know those. That sounds fun. It I made sound those, fun. or I played with those. I guess. <laughs> I played with those. fire. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, bathtub favorite joke. Now it's a favorite joke. Yeah. Okay, let's play. Um, <laughs> mine is uh, Grandpa coming in. You took my favorite joke. Uh, you should have went first. I tried to, to go first. <laughs> Thank you very much. No, you asked me. So really, you tried to make me. I go knew first. that that wouldn't be your. I knew it would, <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Comes back in. Is your name Bart? <laughs> yes. yes. Does your father know you're working here? It was his idea. In that Maggie's. case, I'll have a whiskey sour. That's not my favorite joke. That's awesome. It's when he came through the door. Yeah, the turnaround. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's my great. favorite part is the little sound he makes. <laughs> I, like sometimes never catch up because I'm watching it in a loud environment or something. But it's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I make that sound on a regular. I do really like sk- like the... I. Like part of me was like, man, I want more jokes like this of people uh, coming at the in. Door. Yeah, because like the Skinner one's pretty good too. Where it's great. <laughs> did uh, was it Roxanne? Yeah, that, yeah. Did she Roxanne? get my flowers? She did. <laughs> she did. Hello, Bart. <laughs> is that this your favorite? Is the uh, Air and Space Museum? Uh, and it is not my favorite. What's but your it's, favorite? It's pretty close. Uh, also, honorable mention to the payoff to the bow and arrow. Of for, course, from Hans Molman. Um, I actually, for a moment, was like, because I remember that always happening, like it going. Thung, um, and I, for a moment, I'm like, oh no, like, cause, like, maybe it's cut for syndication, or you know what I mean? Cause I didn't realize how long, be, when we see him holding it till it fires, it's after the song. <laughs> yep, hurry. the whole song happens, and yep. then Marge comes in, and <laughs> then it goes. Um, but no, my favorite is absolutely when Homer answers the door wearing a grocery bag, <laughs> uh, and just the way he says, "I have misplaced my pants." <laughs> Is very funny. I think he's very funny in this episode. He is. He's great in this episode, and not a jerk. And it's yeah. nice. Yeah, it is nice. That he's not. He's nice trying guy. to be a parent. He's bad at it, but yeah. he's like you know, and he's not purposefully being negligent or an asshole. And it's just yeah, it's a nice, it's a nice Homer. And I honestly think Marge's overreaction is completely. She's like she's she's overreacting. Oh to, yeah, she is overreacting, but it's in character. Totally. So yeah. totally is. Yeah. That leaves you, Bryn. Bryn? I said what my favorite joke was. <laughs> okay. Well, in that case, <laughs> bye. Fuck you guys. Um, I don't mean that. Uh-huh. <laughs> Phew. I, I and also, be at rest. <laughs> I also want to say an, an honorable mention to uh, morals and ethics and carnal forbearance. <laughs> and then... Crash, thanks a lot. That was our only burlesque house. I thought that was... It's very good. It's yeah. it. Oh, it's such a good, like... I'm just uh, wondering what that would have been. Well, it's just such it's... a good lampshade of, like, the, you know, the bursting into song. Yeah. You know, ah, oh, you really had to be there. It was really a spur of the moment kind of thing. It's like, well, don't, don't judge until you heard both songs. And she's trying, but, like, there's nothing's gonna like no one's gonna back her up so and i just love that that's how she starts it morals and ethics and carnal forbearance (laughs) crunch and yeah it would have been nice to see where she went with that it would have been bad 
<laughs> it would have been very bad. <laughs> it was very bad to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. But so, she's trying. Yeah, I wanted to make special mention of that particular mm-hmm. joke. Yeah. Well, that's that's, uh, that's about it. Yeah. Bart after dark. We did it. This is now Bart after dark after dark. <laughs> yeah. Now it gets, gets a little blue. Really blue. <laughs> it's like navy blue down here. So, Greg, tell me about your first time. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> Bryn's face. What have I gotten myself into? <laughs> what happened to my sarcophagus? <laughs> Put me back in. Put me back in. Uh, I have a very unique first time was like, experience um, <laughs> with that sort of thing. So. Don't leave me hanging. Don't leave me hanging. That was amazing. <laughs> Nailed it. Got him. <laughs> <laughs> Burn. <laughs> Oh, he's speechless. Yeah, you got me. <laughs> you got me good. Uh, anyway, guys, thanks so much for listening. Mm-hmm. And Bryn, thank you for joining us once again. Enjoy the hat. <laughs> it's going to be with me. You must wear it until your fourth appearance, in which case you will be a fourth dimensioner. Yeah. <laughs> you transcend space and time. It's, yep. it's and really... then the hats get better. <laughs> well, we give you a gift card. Yeah. At four? Dave and Buster's. Cracker Barrel. Oh. <laughs> Your choice yeah. between a Dave and Buster's or a Cracker Barrel. Two places that don't actually have. <laughs> They're not in Canada. <laughs> not in Canada. So, I so was good like, luck. I was like, I don't actually know either of these places. That's why we give so many out. They're actually all, there. none of them have money on them. But I no one's going to find out. <laughs> you are... Yeah. Um, Where can they find us, Alan? Oh, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Bad Neighbors Pod. And you can also email us at the Hammock District on third at gmail.com. Numerical three. And uh, you can subscribe to our Patreon. Get some sweet, sweet bonus content. We just did a a zombie episode about Sideshow Bobs. Yeah. Uh, Episodes about Sideshow Bob, rather. Yeah. (laughs) Um, And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Cool, cool, cool. We like all of you. Thank yes, you for listening and thank you for Patreoning if you are. <laughs> <laughs> and remember, keep watching the skis. <laughs>